Good morning, everyone. This Good is morning. Allison. How are you? This is Allison. I'm going to facilitate. I'm in Denver. And um, I'm going to pray us in, and we'll get the call rolling. Okay, everybody get comfortable and uh, take a couple deep breaths in. Quiet your mind. Quiet your surroundings. I ask for the company of heaven to surround us, be in front of us, next to us, behind us, holding us up, raising our vibration for this call. May all who listen and participate now or listen to it later be blessed and hear exactly what they need to hear. And whoever participates, say exactly what they need to say for our benefit and for the benefit of all. I give great thanks and gratitude for all of our teachers, for Jennifer, for paving the way for us to expand and ascend. I release this prayer, for it is done. We are blessed, and we all stand in light with grace and gratitude. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. morning. It's Nancy from Southern California. Good Good afternoon, Chris from UK. Hey, Chris. Hi, Mary from San Diego. Hey, Mary. Hi, it's Maggie from Seattle. Hey, it's Carla from Portland. Sally in Canada. So how's everybody's week? Who would like to share what's going on with us? Hi, it's Maggie. Um, I just wanted to share briefly something that um, I've been feeling lately and um, some intense opportunities for prayer for people and their situations. And the deeper I got into that, I just was feeling so much gratitude, the opportunity to pray for those people and for all those situations. Um, And I I just, you know, it's kind of cool to to feel that that gratitude Um, along with. Chris, you have a lot of background noise. Um, If you want to mute yourself, that would be great. Thank you, Maggie. You you know, I I had a hard time hearing you. Um, If you want to kind of repeat that, that would be wonderful. Sure. Um, I've just had a lot of opportunities recently to, to pray for a lot of really intense situations. And uh, I found myself falling into gratitude uh, for the ability, like just 
the opportunity to press within those situations. So it's a nice shift to feel that instead of feeling motivated by, you know, oh, I wish this would change or something else, you know. It just, I guess, like a connection, some unity. But it was witnessed in the gratitude. Yes, I agree. I think it's nice to come in uh, without the panic and the scream and shout and to be able to pray and know versus pray and hope. So mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. I just like this is Sally. I just like to say how much I enjoyed Patricia Cota Robles' talk with Jennifer. I thought it was a, a simplification of Patricia's uh, ideas, and I thought it was very clever how Jennifer managed to include the Course in Miracles in the talk, which a lot of people would say that it's totally out of the topic and. Uh, might be upset at her bringing it into A Course in Miracles set of talks, but she made it relevant to us as Course in Miracles students. Sally, this is Allison. I so agree with that. I um, When the teaching of the flames and the teaching of uh, Patricia, it was all very intense. Uh, this very intense work, and I also thought it kind of was conflicting with the course. However, with the help of that call and the help of just um, reading it all, it, it was very nice to see the connection. So yeah, I, that was that was great, and I love her. I love both of them, but Patricia yeah. is, is fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you for sharing that because I think there is. Um, Maybe for some people there is a conflict there where they they don't see the connection, and it's a great call to listen to if you have that. I think with with Gary, you know, I went to his uh, weekend course, and uh, his masters talk about not, uh, you know, some teachers. bringing other things into the Course in Miracles and uh, diluting it and trying to change it. But I feel that all these things are relevant. And it does say in the Course that there's not just one way. So I feel that we can learn from all these different aspects. I think with Gary's work, the big push is forgiveness. And I think that's... If we're working on forgiveness, we're working on the Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
It's Mary. You know, um, I, I just wanted to say when I first started taking the Course in Miracles very serious, probably through 2008 to 2012 when my mom and my brother and sister-in-law were um, in their transition and Chris supported me on the phone from Indiana and Arizona and every other place I was. But I really, um, I got some good relief from the Course in Miracles, but I really didn't start comprehending the level of responsibility until I got into Masterful Living. And I think that's, that is, um, has been really uh, huge for me to start looking inward for, um, you know, quote, you know, unquote, what, what is it for? You know, the purpose. Because um, I was always accustomed to looking outside and seeing, you know, projecting onto other people and looking for meaning there. And the Course in Miracles with the masterful living and just the community and the way people are mere images of what we're thinking and what we're saying. You know, it's like we have this telepathic connection. Um, it just really made it more gentle for me to start looking inward and to see my responsibility, my part in it. And, um, you know, how unwilling I really was. Um, Because Chris and I studied Jennifer's work for about a year before we joined Masterful Living. So that was really, really a a huge opening. And then um, the the whole forgiveness, you know, um, really taking responsibility. And I think Jennifer is such an incredible role model. in that area, it just is so inspiring, and how courageous each and every one one of us are to uh, go along this path, because it's uh, it's it's not easy, and a lot of times it's it's so much easier just to uh, you know go unconscious and you know be in front of the TV you know eating popcorn <laughs> unconsciously, you know, and I don't even want to you know rather than sitting myself down in the evening and write a forgiveness letter. I remember hearing a story about Charles Fillmore um, when his wife was really sick um, and near uh, making her transition. He decided he used to study, you know, half hour, 45 minutes in the morning and pray. But he started every evening, he would take a half hour and, and write forgiveness letters and write about forgiveness and how healing that was for him and everybody around him. And I, I guess I never really comprehended the um, power and the authority that forgiveness takes when we invite the Holy Spirit in and we're willing to have a shift. We're willing to invite a, a, a teacher invite the Holy Spirit in as our teacher because we have taught ourselves, And, you know, it's um, it's just 
after you have so many years where you realize it's just not working out to the best, you know, that that I really think it could, then, you know, I'm open to the possibility of something different, something new. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate uh, all the work that Colin Tipping's done in Radical Forgiveness. I got that book about seven years ago. And um, it's just really, really, forgiveness is such an incredible tool. So thank you. Thank you all. Well, this is Carla. Um, <laughs> I've been resisting, I think, uh, talking about this because I'm not sure really how I feel totally. But because um, I've, I've been working in, <laughs> I really kind of have, I don't know, that I didn't like myself. But a situation came up with... Uh, plumbing issues, <laughs> which is very challenging this week, which I thought was going to be, you know, this is, of course, working in form, but working in form, not to use form. I want to use form that happens in my life to not work in form. Just, it's, I don't know if that's clear, but um, so... The event that came up was going to cost five hundred dollars, right? And and it ended up costing almost six thousand dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you. It's kind of overwhelming to think that I didn't know what to do, and so it really uh, threw me off my game. Really, I'm like, wow. How is it possible? And I really tried to pray that really it wasn't landing for me. But what? I guess I want to release it. And speaking of it, because I really, I think I got kind of hard on my housemate because um, not. I feel like I need support somehow, and I did send out. Request for prayers. I do on Facebook. I sent it out on my texts. And so I asked my housemate uh, for help. I mean, I know she can't help me financially, but I'm like, what? Is there anything that's, I mean, I'm just asking. And um, I think she was like, I threw her. It's just, I don't know, she didn't know how to do with that. So. We had a tense conversation, so and I'm very grateful that even after that, she seemed to release it and not hold on to it, and I'm very grateful for that because kind of an example for me to do that too, and I guess that's why I'm speaking of it. 
I want to release that whatever. I don't even know what it is. The fear, the need, the need, uh, the the and maybe the expectation for uh, wanting something else besides the not feeling confident um, in myself. I don't know. But I, I paid it, <laughs> and it's done, and I got a great drain now. <laughs> a drain like I've never had in 23 years of living here. <laughs> uh, so I guess I would like to hold on to that, but um, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm releasing that, but also I know I... Uh, I can feel it coming back periodically, so I guess I'm requesting uh, prayers of release and support, I guess, so around that. So, thank you. Talking about money, this is Sally. I uh, had a similar expensive week with um, damage to my car. I managed to back up my car in the garage with the back door open and tried to rip the door off. So that's going to the cars in the garage. I'm being forced to slow down. (laughs) And the interesting thing is every morning I've been doing some mirror work that um, William Holden was recommending and Louise Hay and one of the statements is that everything happens to me for my highest and best good. So after a few swear words, I was able to quickly repeat that as I waited for my son to come to my rescue. And uh, it was wonderful how he and his girlfriend managed to get the door shut. We got it to the garage and I got to my Toastmasters meeting on time. It was quite amazing. I saw your post this morning on Facebook about that. I'm really, I really am grateful for that because it helped me, help remind me of that with my own situation. Thank you. You're welcome. We don't know what anything's for. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that I try and do too much and then you so difficult to let things go and uh, you feel you're letting people down if you let certain things go and so it goes on. I'll be going to England in the middle of June for a month and then I have an opportunity to let everything go and relax. So that's I'm looking forward to that. I'm really grateful to use that word because... <clears throat> I really love that word, opportunity, because I know that even this is an opportunity. Everything, you're right, everything's for our heights and best, and everything is an an opportunity, and it's, uh, I'm interested in um, further deepening my uh, willingness to trust that that is so. Uh, 
Hi, this is Chris. I hope I hope my noise level is down, but the only thing different is I'm not plugged into a charger, so if it's too noisy, let me know. Something's wrong with my phone. Um, no, it's actually fine, Chris. It sounds good. Okay, cool. I had a, a curious thing happen to me today. I I do gardening, and I'm taking Jennifer with me via the um, the phone and listening to um, past um, years past uh, support groups, uh, Course in Miracles, when she was doing them, and one of them came on, and there was a person who was asking things and and coming in with questions and not giving Jennifer a chance to really answer them and then come in with something else. And I thought, oh, my God. And I was just watching her stay centered and still trying to be um, gentle with this guy, yet getting questions answered, but then he'd come up with, oh, I didn't want to say it was a guy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'd come up with something else, and then I'm going like, I just can imagine, you know, pulling his hair out because I wanted to, I wanted him to let other people talk, and he he would just did all these things, and she did just an absolute marvelous job. So I was dealing with judging him and this and that and this and that. And then the next one came on, and there was a guy with the same accent. It sounded like the same person, only he was dynamic and just said the most interesting things and came up with this and that. And I I could just see myself seeing these two people who, in my mind, because they had the same voice, it was in, and here I am, you know, trying not to judge and blessing this guy and thinking what a marvelous job that Jennifer did. And it, it was just a real curious happening for me to, to listen to the two uh, programs and being, um, you know, like I said, I was doing everything I could to be non-judgmental and seeing this guy and praying for him and saying he had this and that. And then I thought, well, that's been years and years ago. And I thought, well, they're asking, still asking me for prayers, you know. So, um, like I said, it was just really quite curious. Thank you, Chris. Yes, uh, I too have listened to some of those calls where I don't know. I mean, Jennifer is such a spirit of awe when she handles things like that where I am like what you were saying. I'm in judgment. I'm thinking, wrap it up or whatever. And listening to Jennifer, I've learned that, you know what? It's all about just consistently loving that person. And um, But, yeah, I think she does a remarkable job at that. I do want to say that uh, Linda wrote in, and she just uh, wanted to thank everyone for holding her and her family last week during her father's funeral, and she loved all of you.
this is Sally. There's that, that this idea of some people going on and on, and you feel that uh, they should wrap it up, and uh, you don't want to listen to them rambling. But uh, I realize that it's, it's all for a reason, and that listening to them it has a reason. We don't know what it's for, but patience, maybe, just patience to listen and let them have their say. I had an experience like that in the uh, support group this week. And this one particular gal, she has a, a tendency to do that. And I've, I've never interrupted her. I just practice, you know, staying in the present. And she was talking about another Course in Miracles she, group she went to, and somebody said something to her about it. And so she said, so she rambled on quite a bit and um you know there were a couple of new people in the group and they they just kind of looked at me and I just you know just tried to support what she was going through with not saying anything and just sending her love and then suddenly she said okay so now after she talked about the other group she said okay so now I'm just going to stop just like that and I just said, thank you. I didn't say thank you for sharing. I just said, thank you. It was kind of, and then I started judging myself. I said, well, you should have said thank you for sharing. You know, maybe you should call her and, um, you know, anyhow, I just, uh, it was a powerful lessoning, lesson for me to learn just practicing the presence you know, just staying with her, practicing the presence, not being, doing my best not to be judgmental. And when the thoughts come up saying, oh, that's just a thought. It doesn't mean anything, you know. And it was just like she, somebody else brought it to her attention and she really got it. And she was just sharing with our group that she got it. And she she said, sometimes I just need to talk. And, you know, she talked. And when she was done, she's, she stopped. She said, okay, now I'm going to stop. And there was just something peaceful about it. But, you know, I just wanted to, I don't know, sometimes I think, I, I, even now it was just Thursday, but I think I should maybe call her and apologize to her about it. But there's nothing to apologize. You know, I just said thank you. Maybe on the next uh, meeting, if she's there, you can... Mention it. It's not a question of apologizing or just just saying how grateful you are that she understands that there's room for everybody to share. Or um, if you're willing to, to say if you have some time that you really want to just talk, maybe we could do it, you know, have a phone call or a lunch or something. Yes, that sounds good. Mhm. And you think I should say something like, you know, I, I really appreciate, you know, because in the essence of time, you know, I really appreciate you being mindful to what you shared last week. Do you think I do you need do you think something like that would be helpful? And then and then say, you know, if you want to get together, call me for prayer support or, or get together for lunch or something. 
Well, I think you did a real good job in waiting till it was like it sort of helped to take care of itself and do some more prayer work on it and expect to know. interesting talking about people talking at length my sister who I'm going to stay with has always been a person that talked at length she's five years older than me and I think that's why I have difficulty expressing myself because I have difficulty getting a word in edgeways when she when I'm with her but it's a lesson on just listening and she obviously has the need to express herself so that's what I try and do. I think you're right, Sally, when you said it's everything is for our learning. It could be for patients. It could be for a plethora of, of uh, things to learn. And I know for myself, when I started this journey, I had very little patience with things like that. And I have found with spiritual practice and with the understanding of, of things that um, it's about holding that space of love. And I have much more tolerance and I'm much more non-judgmental of people that need to speak and be heard for whatever reason. Um, it's just, uh, it's amazing how with this practice things evolve and things change and you have a tolerance for things that at one point, you had none, to, no tolerance for. So I, uh, I truly believe everything is put in front of us for our learning. And if it rubs us the wrong way, there's an opportunity there. Definitely. And my, my, one of the things I try and do with my sister is fix her because she doesn't sort of get into spiritual things. But I've, I suppose recently I've been reminded that we don't, we are not here to fix anybody. So I have to just, have to just uh, teach by example, but not expect to change anybody's ideas. Hi, it's Nancy. I'm just listening and I'm thinking. Plus, on some level, we created that, too, like the lady in Mary's group and Sally's sister. And I'm thinking of my husband. Sometimes he goes on and on, and I think, well, he just needs to vocalize. But then with him, after a few minutes, I can go, you know, I'm not even listening anymore. <laughs> and we laugh about it and goes, yeah, I go, that's good. It wasn't, didn't mean anything. But, you know, we all run into people, and I think we create it some, on some level. And, you know, who knows what it's for. We don't even have to know, I guess, just. Sometimes when I find myself in that situation, I think, well, I have compassion. You know, I have compassion for them because sometimes I go on and on and it's patience and it's compassion. And sometimes I just say, okay, this right here, Holy Spirit, this right here, whatever it's about, this feeling of unease inside, I'm done with it, you know. And, you know, sometimes we just don't know what it's for, but if we can name, this is the moment where I feel weird or uneasy or judgmental and just offer that up. It's just, you know, we created it. It's it's something coming up in us that we created. Who knows why? 
can name it and release it, you know. Wow, that's really powerful. Thank you, Nancy, because that reminds me that I'm creating this $6,000 plumbing experience. Yeah, why did you create that, Carla? Uh, we don't need to know. It's for my highest and best. That's yeah. right. It's for beautiful drains. Just think, it's going to be, you know, plumbing is going to be perfect. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it can release so much more down the drain. That's right. <laughs> That's perfect. That's really That's a good it. analogy. That is. <laughs> you know, we, when we talk, I think uh, we process, too. It's like oh, we're yeah. processing, processing out loud. And okay. sometimes we have to say it a couple of times to maybe two or three different people. But, you know, after... After a while, it just, uh, and I think that's what this gal in the group was doing. She was just processing it, and I think she finally caught herself, and she finally got it in our group, you know. Um, it was maybe, just, you're the, maybe you're the first one who held that space for her, non-judgmental. Sitting there holding the space and offering love and patience, and you might have been the first one to do that. Oh, she got it. I mean, I don't know. I'm making that up. Who knows, but. And she got it, you know? Yeah. I think it's a very kind thing to do to to let people process things, but sometimes you just have to be really patient. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lesson in patience, too. And what's another lesson I just realized is that, see, I like to do that. It's very helpful to me to do that. And so I was really trying to do my best to do that with my housemate, take, trying to verbalize taking responsibility that I wasn't really <laughs> able to fully. And uh, she, I don't know, I'm interpreting her reaction and what she says, I guess, but she is, doesn't. she's not interested in that. She isn't really, she feels like we should each do our own stuff and, and now I realize that even her saying that was really a big help to me because um, it may even hurt too because I don't know if I should even share this, but it's kind of scary because she actually verbalized, like, I think she's seeing her, the mortality of her body and She's really talking about the end of her life. I mean, it's it's all a good thing, right? It's really, I'm really, I want, I'm interested in seeing that. That's good for her to release that, but I think she didn't like that that came up. Um, And she I guess I'm only speaking this here because you don't know her or anything. She would really freak out if she had any tears that I was even mentioning it. But <sighs> so I'm seeing that's always a good thing. I think I was seeing that as a bad thing. And I thank the group because uh, they feel like it's energy of the group that's helped me to shift that. 
I don't know if this is on the same line, but it's sort of, um, since it's conversation related, I um, used to try to get all my girlfriends, you know, for something's going on to invite them all. And then I realized that if I invited them all, I couldn't pay attention to anyone. And they generally talked more this and that and this and that. And I didn't really get to share any of my things. So I have looked more at doing uh, my just going out if maybe it's not as much time, but the time is more uh, one-on-one where you really could listen to one person and discuss something rather than to have these tangents of conversation. So um, I've done that with couples too. I said if, if if we invite two couples over, I don't get to say anything. Some of them are really, really talkers. And uh, um, and I said, nope, this one couple, I'm not going to deal with all this conversation. So. Then I'm also looking at when I have there's two girlfriends in particular who go on and on and on. And I say, what is my need to say what I have to say? You know, you look at it and you think, is this, is this, well, and then you say, well, maybe she can't really fulfill or help me with what I have to say and that I should direct it, you know, to someone else who would be, um, able to really get where I'm coming from. I have some news. Ethan is coming to stay with me for two and a half weeks in June, and I'm just tickled. Mm. It's tickled that it's, it looks like it's working out. So. Seems like June's the month for visiting, huh? Because uh, Sally's going, and I'm going to see my mother, and now Ethan. Great. It's going to be a beautiful one, huh? Sally, where does your mother live? Or your sister? No, I'm I'm going to my sister's in Dorset. Dorset, um, okay. More near the south coast. Pool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have a one of my partner's daughters lives near there. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful part of the country. Mm-hmm. I was saying to to Jennifer when I spoke to her with the call last week, you know, there's people like you, Chris, and Mary that are not on Facebook, and so it would be nice to have email or some sort of connection to uh, be able to get in touch with you. Well, I know if I I get email notific I mean Facebook notifications, and I was mm-hmm. going to say if 
if anybody wrote to me, I could email them back. I would get your, I would get that. And I, I do read some of the things, but my email is, uh, my Facebook has so much stuff in it, and I can't tell when I write to somebody who it goes to. And I'm not savvy enough, and I don't want to, you know, some of the stuff we say is just too personal for, um, I don't know. Just seems like it for the the whole world to hear it's private. Yes, especially being in the masterful living group. Because when I first joined last year, the first thing I posted, I posted to all my friends, and I got replies (laughs) from my family. Sort of, what was that about? Anyway, I quickly took it off and put it in the right. You know, so if it's in the masterful living second year group, only those. It it seems to come up on your page, uh, all the masterful living too. Um, messages, but it's only masterful living people that can actually see those. I'm, I'm like, I don't have enough whatever to figure it out. Maybe one day <laughs> I will. I would you, Chris. It's so confusing to me. I don't know why. I read it, but I, I don't know how to post. And I don't even read it that much. There's so much. I mean, it's good. I just... I'm behind, and I feel like I'm overwhelmed with all that stuff sometimes. So I just have to ask this question real quick since we brought it up. Do you get all my things of cats and dogs and my sisters? I mean, does that come through? Who? To, well, I send, you know, my my whole family is into animal rescue. Yeah. And sometimes I've I... never got anything from you, Chris, on Facebook. I've never seen anything. Okay. In any uh, uh answers one of my que- one of my questions. Mhm. Okay. Well, I don't mind um I don't mind Mary people emailing me. I just don't really re- email read my email a lot and Honestly, I have a uh, a schizophrenic brother that's not a safe person, so I probably should get over it, but um, I just always am concerned about him. He doesn't know where I live or my phone number. He, he's apparently in San Diego now, and I just uh, pretty, you know, pretty intelligent, but um, just not a safe person, and Anyhow, that's one of the reasons I I live a pretty private life. The right. telephone number and um, I don't know. I guess I guess Facebook's pretty secure about that. But I mean, if he hacks in there and I don't know, I well, you do what's comfortable. I think, and uh, obviously, this is a case where I can talk to you. I, it's just that sometimes when we have a, a, the community call and there's things I would say to myself, oh, I, when I listen to it afterwards, I could have said to Mary or would like to say to Chris, and then, uh, you know, there's no way of passing them on. And as I say, when I'm in England, I thought maybe I could be in touch with Chris. Um, I'll try and send you an email. You try to send me an email because <laughs> I do have... <laughs> I I lucked out with getting unlimited uh, uh, UK and I have 
UK, US, and Ireland unlimited calling. So. Right. What I find when I'm in the UK and I phone my friends and relatives in the UK, it's so nice being on the same time zone when you talk to people. Yeah. So you can talk, you know, yeah. I can the same people from here, but I don't because, oh, I don't know what time it is and it's, a, you know, an issue, hassle. Oh, I, I also have unlimited to Canada. Mm-hmm. So I could call you. <laughs> well, that's right. It's just... Um, you know, as I say, when I'm in the UK, I just sort of feel closer to people, but uh, it's just psychological because, as you say, you can call people from anywhere. Yeah, I, I do know because I, I, with Mary and I, you know, when I'm in San Diego, there's a different connection than there is when I'm here. Yeah. And, uh, I understand what you're what you're saying very much. <laughs> Chris, this is Nancy. Um, I tried to text you, and I don't think it worked. Does texting not work, or does it depend on my plan or your plan? You know what, in um, in the U.K.? Yeah. You talk, um, if you have uh, cloud, if you're in the cloud, I get it. Oh, okay. I could try texting you and see if it works from my end. But the people who aren't on the cloud, they don't work. get mine. Okay. Yeah. And Sally, it's Mary, and, and anybody yes. else who wants to call me, I mean, I'm I um uh, I'm going to be getting a cell phone soon. <laughs> I've been saying that for about what ten or twelve months now, but um, my landline works, and my I'd be happy to give you my telephone number. I would love to hear from from anybody because I'm I'm usually available, you know, to have a conversation on the phone, whether it's a short one or a long one or a prayer. I mean, I'm totally available, and in fact, I would I would love to have uh, a good, con- you know, more connection with people. Um, my phone number is, and I have I signed up for I have some prayer partners in Canada, so I signed up for three months um, for Canada as my calling plan for the next three months. But my telephone number is eight five eight 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 six seven one four four. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. <clears throat> and Nancy, this is Chris. I just tried to text you, and it did not go through. Okay. It goes through for my, yeah, it goes through with my um, my uh, family that has the cloud. But the phone call will work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my email, if anybody's wanting to write it down is quite easy. Sally hyphen white at Rogers dot com. It would Sally hyphen white at Rogers R O G E R S dot com. Huh, don't have But I was wondering, Nancy, how is your daughter? I worry. I want to say I worry. I I pray for you both. I think about you a lot. How things are going? Thank you very much. I am. I, um, it's it's challenging, and what I've been kind of been going through recently is the family really wants me to push density. <laughs> And I'm trying to just work in the invisible, and anyway, that's my issue to work out. And 
it seems to me that the more I try to push her, I'm, we're trying to push her into therapy. She really doesn't want to go into therapy. And the more I try to insist and, you know, demand it, and she just doesn't want to. And it just, you know, I don't know if I'm understanding it correctly, but it seems like that's causing me to even go more and more into my um, working in the invisible. So it's, Thank you. Thank you. And you know, it it's it's just uh you know, it's it's pushing me deeper and deeper into my practice, which is really a good thing and lots of opportunity for forgiveness. Lots of opportunity, huge opportunity, huge you know, huge opportunity. Yeah, because right now I just really I don't know what it's for. I realize that I'm, I really do, you know, I believe I've created it. It's some sort of a belief in me and that she is, um, it seems like such a deep act of love for her to reflect that to me. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. that she's showing you something deep inside I need to heal. So, and this book I have on courageous souls I mentioned before, they talk about pre-birth planning and uh, talking to uh, the people involved in the situation and how uh, somebody agrees to do something in this next life for this person and Mm -hmm. they really would find it difficult to accept to do these these things but it's they do because it's for the person's good and uh, you know, everybody loves everybody at the deeper level, at the soul level, and that uh, anything that happens or challenges are arranged in advance and uh, just playing out. And we, well, this work is, I mean, I think things like that, as you say, it motivates you to work harder and to try and understand how things what things are for. Yeah, I believe that too. I do believe that it was a you know, a plan that we agreed to originally and and uh there's some sort of a an agreement, you know, between us mm-hmm. and who knows where it is or what it is, but I know it's it's um it's deep healing for me. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure for her too, you know, of course, for everybody. Yes. So, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And that book, Billy Fingers, and how difficult that uh, brother was, and yet when he was uh, in heaven, I don't know whether I've really read it, but, uh, he, you know, it showed a totally different side of him. What was that one? What, what, what you about, about Billy Fingers, about the, the, by the sister of, uh, and her brother, her bad brother. It's called Dirty Fingers? No, Billy, B-I-L-L-Y. Billy. Yes, F-I-N-G-E-R-S. I don't know whether... It was mentioned on Facebook. I've I've seen it, uh, maybe not mentioned on this call, but uh, people had read it and commented on it, and oh. I read it, and it's, it's quite an amazing book. Billy. If you just go on the, uh, onto um, Google... I found a talk 
that uh, the author did with, uh, you know, an interview talk that she did. Billy fingers, like fingers on your hand. Yes, fingers of the hand, yes. I'm okay. going to see if I can find. Anyway, I'll see what I can find before the call is over. And Chris, I've been listening to those CDs uh, about children. I um, can want them too. Thank you. The Afterlife of Billy Fingers, How My Bad Brother, and it's Annie, A-N-N-I-E-K-A-G-A-N. Okay. But if you Google it, as I say, there was an interview she did, so you don't have to sit and read it. Mm-hmm. Um, with somebody that went, was an hour long, some um, 50 plus radio show, I believe. I'll look that up, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it just came to my mind that, um, when Mary and I were talking to Jennifer about um, friends and conversation or whatever, that um, she said to bring everybody, you know, do the work internally or in the invisible and bring everybody in their guiding council or whatever into the picture. And, um, you know, I do so much work with past life recall. And if it is past life that's feeding in, um, do that internal work and pull in the past life personality of both of you and then do the forgiveness for all of it, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes I do. I think Jennifer said once, like, I think just have your guardian angel or have your higher Holy Spirit self call their guardian angel or have your soul call their soul into your presence or something. I can't remember exactly if it's guarding angel or higher host. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's what Jennifer was saying. She, if you um, get centered and you invoke or invite your Holy Spirit and your guides and angels, and then you can do it one at a time or, or both of them. Like for me, I do both my sisters at the same time. Mm-hmm. I their Holy Spirit and their guides and their angels, and I see all of us um, in a circle or holding hands, and uh, I can even ask them a question, you know, ask their guides to um, ask them a question, my guides to ask their guides a question. Then they might, you know, I might feel like there's a little bit of resistance there, so maybe that means they don't want to answer or they don't know the answer. But, you know, just what I've just been doing is just sending them love. Right now I haven't really asked them any questions or really told them anything. Just been sending them love through the whole, my Holy Spirit, their Holy Spirits and their angels and their guides, just connecting with all of those people, mm-hmm. beings. So... And probably- Asking questions, definitely, I can imagine, you know, yes, I would have my questions also. And I think even just flooding it with love is good. You know, when I first heard Jennifer talking about the violet flame, 
seemed, seemed a little woo-woo, you know, to me. But now I, I just love it. I just love it. And when all else fails, or even, you know, just call them all together and flood them all with the violet flame. Or don't call them all together. I, I would don't flood them. <laughs> I would um, caution you about your questions is if, you know, is not necessarily to know why that you just want to know what to do and do the heal, do the um, forgiveness in that because really who cares why? Yeah. You know? It's just kind of like the ego. It's questions that, I don't know, is that kind of like getting into the ego? Yeah, I you know, I, I understand on, you know, because, and it is just plain curious, you know, just curiosity, like you're watching a, um, a, a murder mystery or something. You want to know who did it and why and whatever. But in um, in our lives, whatever, you know, it really doesn't doesn't matter. And uh, unless it's unless it's informational and it can help, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the but, other also um, the other side to that. I mean, the, the Course in Miracles teaches us that purpose is everything. So if we're asking, what is it for? You know, we might not ask directly to them, what is it for? Like they have to defend themselves, but just out of love. You know, is there something there for me to learn? Therefore, what would it be for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, it's, yeah. a different, it's different than, um, you know, coming with some uh, preconceived opinion or judgment or even just a feeling just mainly out of curiosity of love i think the intention you know that's part of the my uh when i set the stage for myself i set the intention you know as pure and divine and for everybody's good but sometimes i do ask what 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 would it be for That's helpful to me. <laughs> Allison? Yes. Before, uh, could you hang on the call for a couple of minutes? I need a little bit of help uh, downloading this uh, ML1 to talk shoe. And I know it's just something one silly step that I didn't do. Could you oh, help? please, yes. I will be glad to. Okay, thanks. No problem. And we do have a couple minutes um, left, so does anyone need to get anything out or talk about anything before we wrap it up or prayer requests? Actually, I have a prayer request because I'm not a Facebook person either. Um Will you guys please pray for my dog, Charlie? He had surgery, and it was kind of rough, so no pun intended. Um, So if you would pray for my dog, I would appreciate it. Again, it's Allison. Thank you. Prayers for Charlie. Thanks. Healing from Mary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
I put out my request for prayers, but I mind everybody. Okay, everyone. Well, time's up. So this was great. Thank you for everyone that participated, everyone that listened. Um, it was a great call, and I'm glad that we could all come together for this hour. So I'll go ahead and pray us out, and then um, I'll just stay on the line so we can talk about the talk show. So thank you. I just want to gather everyone, and we're one mind, one light, all rising up to our Father God, our Mother God. I thank you for this hour, for this time with these wonderful light beings, these light workers that will go out and spread light and joy and truth to everyone that they come in contact with. May we be blessed. May we be protected. May we be surrounded with love. And always remember we are love and light. We are the I am presence. We always have access to whatever we need. It's always there for us to gather for us to bring to someone, we are here to truly be helpful. I give great thanks for this group of people that give so much of their heart and so much of their love to this group and to everyone that they come into contact with. I bless this call. I bless everyone that participated. I bless everyone that will listen. Have a wonderful week. I give great blessings to everyone. I know that this prayer is released with love. We give great blessings to Jennifer and her travels and her work this week. And so it is, and so it shall be. Amen. 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 Love you all. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Mary?